Welcome to the Powerline Podcast, the official podcast of Greystone Power. I'm your host, Adam Elrod. On this month's episode, we talk to Vice President of Operations, David Johnson, all about power quality and reliability. So let's jump right on in to episode number nine of the Powerline Podcast. At Greystone, we're in the reliability business. One employee who is vital to maintaining our high reliability standards is our Vice President of Operations, David Johnson. David, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Adam, good to be here. Can you give our members a little bit of background of what your job entails at Greystone? The operations division at Greystone is made up of four different departments. Uh, that includes the line maintenance and construction department, technical and field services department, warehouse and purchasing, and then also the fleet services department. Um, based on each of those names, it's pretty self-explanatory what they're involved in. Uh, but for better explanation, line maintenance and construction handles the construction of overhead and underground distribution, distribution facilities and the maintenance of approximately 8,000 miles of overhead and underground power lines. Um, they're also the same people that are very involved in restoring service whenever we do have a power outage. Um, our technical and field services department is responsible for our substations and other distribution apparatus that we have, um, which is made up of various types of equipment designed to protect the distribution system and to allow for switching the power flow and other purposes like that to, to provide high reliability service to our members. Uh, they also handle our metering and the connection or disconnection of electric service to homes or business. Um, our warehouse, as you might assume, and purchasing departments um, keep us in good supply of all the material needed throughout the distribution system, and our fleet services department maintains over 160 vehicles and other equipment that we use. So that's a, that's a very big area to cover for the co-op. And looking at it as an electric co-op, we pride ourselves in providing that quality and reliable power that you mentioned. How does the operations team affect Greystone's power quality and reliability? Operations, along with our engineering division, our primary concern is to provide high reliability to our members. Um, All of our efforts are focused around building and maintaining a system in such a manner to meet that reliability goal, I'd say. You know, I know one vital piece of providing that electricity is maintaining our infrastructure. Can you explain why and how we maintain that infrastructure? Sure. Uh, The reason that we maintain our infrastructure is that it's an absolute necessity for the longevity of the poles, the conductors, and other important equipment, and to make sure everything is operating properly to protect the distribution system and provide reliable and safe electric service. Uh, Every mile of our system is inspected annually by our personnel and with contractors. Uh, We inspect or test more than 1,000 pieces of specific equipment on our system annually. Uh, Poles are inspected and tested for structural integrity, breakers, voltage regulators, capacitors, and other switches uh, that have specific functions on our system um, are utilized and uh, regularly and are expected by a particular group, as I mentioned earlier, our our technical and field services group. This equipment. Um, helps ensure that we maintain a proper voltage, a proper power factor, as we call it, 
and protect against what we call faults on the system, such as when a tree limb or a whole tree may come in contact with a power line or from things like lightning. Uh, this equipment also helps us isolate out outages when they occur and uh, enabling us to get power restored to the greatest number of people possible in as quick a manner as quick a manner as possible. Um, one of the largest scale maintenance items that I'd say we have is maintaining our right of way uh, with the all of the overhead power distribution lines that we have. Um, it's very important to maintain that right of way. Uh, outages caused by falling trees or limbs are a major cause of outages for us. And uh, in order to reduce that, we re we trim about 25% of our overhead primary lines every year just to keep up with that issue. That is a lot of infrastructure to really manage and to make sure everything's functioning. And that's something our members can always rest assured in is that our employees are really working hard to make sure everything is in the best condition possible. Some members may not know how power is actually restored after an outage, and you've mentioned that our linemen work on that. Could you walk through the steps of power restoration? Absolutely. Um, it's, it's a fairly simple process when you look at how we approach it. We try to make sure that we work in a manner to get as many people back on as possible, uh, as quickly as possible when there is an outage. Um, typically that is done by isolating first, as we call it. Uh, that's where we take a look at what did cause the outage. And I mentioned trees earlier. That's one example of what may cause an outage, but it could be a number of things like a car accident or something like that that may have hit a pole. But we look at what was the cause. And as soon as we know the source of that outage, uh, we will isolate uh, that section of line as quickly as possible. Sometimes we can actually do that uh, here at the office, uh, do that remotely, and make sure that the power is off or continues to stay off for that section. And through some automated switches or, or devices that we may need to operate in the field, we will restore power to the rest of the circuit uh, immediately if possible until we then get the damage repaired from whatever the cause may have been and then restore power to the rest of the circuit. So we go at it in that, that function to make sure that we, as I said, isolate first and get uh, the others back on, even while we're still repairing the damage to the other part of the circuit. In a major outage, a widespread outage, like we may have seen, say, in uh, Tropical Storm Zeta, uh, what we do as well, in addition to what I just described, is we will focus on uh, restoring power to the primary distribution lines first. Uh, the primary distribution lines are the ones that uh, we are accustomed to seeing as we drive along major roadways. Uh, these lines uh, run along those roads and they carry uh, power, distribute power to maybe multiple subdivisions or multiple streets. Uh, basically, they're providing service to thousands of people. So if one of those is affected by an outage, we will work on it first. Uh, so that we can get it restored and then move from those type lines onto what we call the secondary lines, uh, because power that is served through the secondary lines that go to, say, homes or businesses uh, specifically, uh, it can't flow through those secondary lines unless it can flow first through the primary lines. So they, they will get our attention first because that gets the greatest number of people back on first. 
That's a very clear answer. And I'd like to also say for our members, if you want a visual way of understanding that, uh, our YouTube channel for Greystone Power has a great video that walks you through each step that David just described to us. In a previous episode of the podcast, we spoke with Josh Jones about helping restore power in Louisiana after Hurricane Laura. And for our members, if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check our archives. You would definitely get a big understanding of way our linemen look at going and helping out after natural disasters. But David, I'd like to ask you, why is it important to help other co-ops after major weather events? That's a good question. Uh, I'd say that all co-ops know that we're here to serve our members to provide the best service possible. Um, we have what we call mutual aid agreements in place uh, in advance that allows us when we do have a major situation like from uh, tornadoes, hurricanes, ice storm, or whatever it may be that's created a mass amount of outages, uh, that help from another co-op or multiple co-ops is just a phone call away. It, it is a very successful program that's been in place for many, many years. And uh, we work through Georgia EMC uh, or directly with other co-ops whenever we need help or when they need help uh, to get the word around. And uh, help is usually just a phone call away. It's a very successful program. And and it's, it's just it's not uh, feasible, if you will, to have, you know, say dozens and dozens of extra crews on staff full time so that we could respond to a major event like that. So working with each other and bringing in help from our neighbors or providing it to them helps us also keep our costs down. That's a great part. Cooperation among cooperatives, one of our guiding principles. One last question, same last question I ask every guest. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our members? You know, uh, it's in our mission statement and uh, you'll see it in, in some of our material, but but, you know, Greystone, we say that we're all about making life better. And that's an absolute truth here. Uh, we know that keeping the power on for sure makes life better. And uh, I would say that we have a a very dedicated, professional, highly capable group of people here at Greystone that focuses on that day after day. Uh, and uh, it, we're going to continue to make that our goal to bring the reli- most reliable service that we can to the members. Uh, David, I greatly appreciate your time and being with us uh, today for the podcast. Thank you, Al. Well, that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much for joining us for our latest episode. Make sure you rate us five stars and subscribe so you get all the latest episodes in your podcast feed. And before I let you go, we celebrated Lyman Appreciation Day at Greystone on April 12th. Next time you see a lineman, Thank them for the work they do. A great way to show your appreciation for them is by helping keeping our linemen safe. That means moving over and changing lanes when possible if you're driving and see them working on the side of the road. That also means using generators safely to keep backfeeding from happening. Keeping our linemen safe is a great way to say thank you for all they do. This has been the Powerline Podcast. Thanks for listening.